0: Hello, everybody. This is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring a Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition Real Play Podcast. And with me, as always, is Faye. Oh, hello. And we also have I Matt.
1: I did not expect to go first. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Nope, nope. I wasn't even expecting more than that. So, uh, you know what? I said Matt, but you know, fuck it. We're going to Nate. Hey, everybody. And then there's Matt, too.
2: Are you, sure? Are you sure? Are you sure?
0: I'm not sure of anything nowadays.
2: And Pat, please introduce yourself again. Uh,
0: I'm I'm Patrick. I'm the DM. Dungeon Master. I'm a little bit lost nowadays because this whole you know, life bullshit of indoors, job, COVID, crap.
3: How are you guys holding up with it? I have a kitten on my lap. That is a great place to be. Keep her.
2: We got new environment some of us What's that? We have some of us have a new environment.
1: Yeah. I I did. I did move. Oh. Have a new job. Can't avoid the covid unfortunately at the job.
2: <laughs> My first day back into an office setting today, which was interesting. Woo-hoo. But not a lot of people there. I guess not everyone was required to come back just a certain amount.
0: Is everybody, like, in full, like, mask, like, gas masks? Uh, Just when we over just when we aren't
2: at our area, you know. Okay. There was probably six people in the office about the size of a house, so.
0: Oh, that's not too bad. That's actually not bad at all.
2: But then some lady comes in with three kids and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and the just snot nose, and it's like, all right, <laughs> I'm going in the back room.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the, like a Christmas story, like all the kids in the mall lining up, like trying to go see Santa. And
2: uh, no, no, I'm no. good without that. But it's good to feel like back to the grind again.
4: Yeah,
0: the the new normal will eventually get there. Everywhere, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Hate that term. The new normal? Yes. The new
2: normal. <laughs>
0: Does it hurt you when I say that?
2: Well, no, it's an oxymoron. I, I don't. Did
0: you call me a moron?
2: <laughs> you oxymoron.
0: You know, because you said that, I'm going to make somebody uh, tell me what happened last time on the Misfits Get to Adventuring. We got a Faye 1, 2, Matt 3, 4, Nate 5, 6. What do we got? That's a four. That's a mat.
2: Yeah, you liar. Um, It's a four. Do you want a picture? (laughs) I will
0: show you. I will show you. He's taking the picture. (laughs) So
2: we had a battle with some Zombos and with the help of some um, Jell-O pudding pop creatures. Um, I think it was grape flavored. Uh, They... uh, did a good job helping us, surprisingly, but uh, we killed all the zombies, and we were uh, still inside the house with all the weird things going on, haven't really figured out exactly what the deal is, and uh, we're all alive and healthy, and um, there's thunderstorm going on outside, and I think, I think that's pretty much it, it was pretty much a big battle last episode.
0: Yeah, that was pretty much what it was, a big big battle. Which if anyone's paying you full attention, I lost track of you undead. Let's just say they're dead. <laughs> or undead. Again. Dead undead? Yeah. Dead, dead, undead. We're good. Dead again. Dead again.
3: Redead. Oh wait, that's <laughs> another thing.
0: Redead? Red dead redead?
3: Please let them not be redeads.
2: Undead and redead are on a boat. <laughs> the re-dead wins. <laughs> so, uh,
0: after Lyndon approaches the door and extends his wing to give the door a high five and to, like cheers as to everything you all accomplished, it kind of extends a purple little goo and and. <laughs> more thunder, more lightning is happening from outside. The The storm is still going as strong as it was. Doesn't look like it has even begun to break, but outside there isn't much of anything going on. There's no more disturbances, there's no more shadowy figures walking off in the distance. But as you look back at the house, the what you notice from last time, one of the windows reshaped itself, and it looks like other Uh, amorphous goos begin to shape themselves into that what once was that big glass window that Rezden banged on that aroused the undead outside. that looks like a series of six different windows that you saw on the front of the house. Almost exactly the same size and shape. Filling that one massive block other figures begin to work their way back in. The doors that are behind you are still open. Uh, But here you are. At the end of your battle, you can make your way outside where there's a few buildings you can go check out. You can go back indoors and search whatever you like. But it's all up to you.
2: Yeah, I would like to go around to start mold earthing each of the bodies and just start burying them. So if they come back to life, they'll have to dig their way out first.
0: Cam doesn't take too long probably about a good 30 minutes to chuck them all in out from where they are
2: hey uh Tina can you give me a hand with the ones inside let's get them out of the house uh
1: okay thank you And I guess Tina will go in and she like starts like piling bodies on her shoulder like firemen carrying them, but like you know, like four at a time.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll pick up the small pieces of the one she cut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For the most part, it's pretty much effortless. Nothing is trying to nip at you, bite you. A kick your
2: yeah. head, like a soccer ball out the door.
0: And Gimlet sees that and he uh, you know, Gimlet sees that and he's like oh, that's kind of cool, I want to I wanna do that too. And he tries to like Kick it back and forth between his uh, feet, and then kick it off in the distance. Uh, but with his performance check of a nine, uh, he slips and falls face first into the mud.
4: Oh, gotta throw the call No.
2: Good uh, job, Ronaldo.
4: I'm
1: gonna pick uh, pick him up out of the mud and like shake him off a little with my free hand.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, Thank you. I, I really not I'm not that athletic it's just uh, if thought resident kicked kick it, I had to do it myself. Uh,
2: you never played headball when you were a kid
4: I don't know what headball is um we have had some games from home, but you know we were kicking around uh, a ball it wasn't a person's head but you know from home anytime somebody actually ever passed they you know dissolved back into the 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 earth they dissolved back into home so
2: yeah, they used to hollow out hogsheads in, uh back in my hometown and fill it with uh, uh, a bunch of like fabric and cotton batting and then sew it up, leather you know, leatherize it, tan it, and we'd kick it around.
4: I like, is that like what I did, but I fell on my face.
2: Well, you got to learn, you know. It
4: takes okay. practice. A little bit of skills. I, I got it. I got it. <sighs> <sighs> Um, are we gonna... What are we doing? Well,
3: I'm putting the finishing touches on this record of our epic confrontation. And done. Are you Are you drawing? I'm sketching it out so I can draw it later. Sketching.
0: Give me a performance check on that. Fifteen? Good enough. You get, you get a lot of the details of everything that happened. You get, the, you get the scene from the door, then the other scene from the door when they're crawling in, and just all the various little pieces that happened. Yeah, mostly stick figures, uh, you know, circular heads, bodies, uh, your friends, you've kind of noted who's what, but you have your rough sketches out, so later on you can set the proper scene with some color.
3: I'm going to have so many... S- such a backlog of sketches to paint after this. Well, shall we see where that lightning is going? Is it hitting, hitting nearby?
0: Uh, it is. It, it appears to be just a general right above this whole entire complex.
2: Oh, is how does that house...
3: Was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Is it striking anything in particular?
0: Uh, no, it is striking the ground. It is everywhere from the front of the house to the back of the house it's just this whole entire like the probably a half a mile or diameter above this house is just encompassed in dark clouds and just this storm this pouring rain
2: kind of like the munsters house or the adams family
0: yeah yeah it's it's just centralized over this house
2: does the back of the house look very similar to the front as far as condition as I'm in the backyard burying these guys?
0: Uh, no. As as you look back, there are two buildings on the right-hand side. Um, you know, uh, for anybody that wants to really give a good look, uh, everybody can give me a perception check.
2: Yeah, I'm interested in those other buildings. Just to make sure there's no signs on them that they say dead inside or something like that. Logging uh, camp morgue. Thir- <laughs> Thirteen.
4: Okay. Uh, anybody 18. else?
0: Eighteen? What about you, Faye? I'm sorry. What about sorry, you, right. Tina?
1: <laughs> I did not roll. Oh she's got I wasn't looking.
0: You got dice right next to you now. You don't have to go run yes. across the room.
1: I am gonna go roll. Uh what's his perception?
0: Yep. Twenty. Uh twenty. So between resin and Tina. You see two houses on the right-hand side, as you're looking out into the backyard. There is... There's two houses immediately on the right-hand side, and then there's another one kind of kitty cornered at like a 45-degree angle. In the very center of the yard, there look like... It looks like there are rails rolling down. And you can see the big crane that would... Would and is holding a massive log left hand side of the yard it looks like there is a uh, 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 it looks like it is a place that's going to split logs in half uh cut them plane them and then uh, send them off to the other sections oh. and even further on uh there are a couple other buildings
2: like a little um, like a little sawmill
0: yes a sawmill thank you um and just to the left in front of the sawmill it looks like there's another small small building uh all of them look like they're pretty locked up except for the sawmill itself. Everything seems to be pretty much you know, closed, locked, shut.
2: Are any of those blobs around or are they all like back like being inanimate? Uh,
0: as you look back to the house, it looks like anything that was destroyed is now perfect and clean. As if it reshaped itself into uh, another inanimate object.
2: I'm gonna go knock on that sawmill door
3: Nothing happened last time I did that. That sounds like a adventurous idea.
1: Uh, I'm just gonna come with you just in case. And Tina pulls out her axe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm just kind of whistling. As you
0: whistling, <coughs> more thunder, more lightning off in the distance. Uh, you do feel a little bit of the tins of the electricity in your body as it's not that far away but it's nothing to like really electrocute you. Um, But as you make your way up to the sawmill the door um, in the front of the building there is a probably about like a ten stair staircase working its way up to a wooden door. Uh, Right hand side you do see the rails with the big massive crane holding a log midair. Looks like it's ready to drop it down but there must have been a big pause in between everything.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll steer clear of that.
0: Yeah, as you knock on the door, nothing from inside. Any windows? A uh, small window to the left, small window to the right. Probably two foot square. Both made out of glass. Nothing too impressive.
2: Take a try to take a peek inside before trying the door.
0: Alright, go ahead roll an investigation.
2: As you're, like, lifting yourself up. That's pretty good. Uh, 19. So,
0: as it is pretty dark in there, and uh, Resident believes he can see what's going on in there, um, you do see a lot of planes of beautiful straight wood just piled up on the far left of the room. Looks like there's other mechanics in there. Uh, that would be able to stack them. Well, other than that, you see no people. You see nothing else moving.
2: It looks clear. Is the door locked? Uh, I didn't try it. Rattle, rattle, rattle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Do you try it. <laughs> yeah. And so as you, you put your hand on it, <laughs> uh,
2: I'll let you check it out, Tina.
1: Sure. <laughs>
2: I'll cast Light uh, on the tip of her uh, axe.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. I kick in the door. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it was already kind of opened as Resident tried to open it. <laughs> you just... rub me a strength check just for fun.
1: Oh, gosh. Just okay, to see if you kick
0: good. it off its hinges.
1: Uh, not that great, 10.
0: Yeah, you don't kick it off its hinges. It, it kind of like... And <laughs> swings back a little bit. It was just for... effect. Uh, yeah, as you walk in, you get the axe lit, and you see inside a lot of planes of very, very thick, thick wood. It looks like they came off, uh, anything from, like, a two-foot-wide to a five-foot-wide tree just stacked all over the place. This is a very big building, but nothing, nothing's going on in here. You don't really see too much of anything. This is just a wood prep area from the main trees themselves nothing else happens in here.
2: Hello any 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 goo things in here No I guess not hmm
0: you do hear a bit of an echo uh, it is a little bit uh, musty a little bit uh, funky in here as some of the moisture from outside has made its way in. It's very humid. But well, other than that, it is just an empty, kind of a warehouse. And it goes on for for quite some ways. Maybe 100, 150 yards, you really don't know.
2: Um, does it look like there's maybe a table or like a workbench that might have like some woodworking tools on it by chance?
0: Uh, not in here, as you, uh, you just kind of make your way in. This looks like it is just a storage place and a the, the area where they're gonna cut the main logs and just kind of store them for what type of wood they are and separate them
2: uh, should we check the whole place out or
3: do you think it's clear I think it's likely clear but we should I could burn determine it. what well I wouldn't do that okay I my current assumption is that this is a scenario where spy Maybe there was something living inside these trees, and it wasn't happy about them being cut down, or some scenario like that.
2: Oh, like, uh, what do they call those creatures that live in the woods that protect them? Uh, Like, uh, like, druids.
3: Or... Yes, though I've I've never met a druid that could make the dead rise, and I've never met a shape-shifting blob of purple ooze that lived in a tree, so... I'm not sure exactly what's happening here.
2: You got any ideas, Tina?
1: I also agree, I have never seen anything like this, so it's very strange. But I also feel like this place is pretty clear.
4: Um, there's other buildings out there. You can always go check those out. Maybe...
0: How uh,
1: many buildings are there?
0: when you walked out when you were just walking outside there's two to the left one at a kitty corner on the left um then there was this one that you are all in and then just one to the far left of it
2: this is the biggest one though
0: this is the biggest one that you went to there's another one small on the left hand side
1: why don't i check on this one over here and resident you check on that one over there then, um, London, why don't you check on the last one over
2: there? Okay. If, if I okay. see trouble, I'll, I'll, I'll give a signal. Um, I'll go, uh, help. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seems reasonable. Okay, so as Tina was saying, there to Resden, which one was she pointing at? The, the two of them on the right-hand uh, side? The small one on the right?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The one small one on the left-hand side, the two on the right-hand side, or the other one on the right-hand side that's kind of at a kiddie corner of everything?
1: Uh, the one on the left, and then, okay. so actually, so from the way that I said it, so she would have Tina go to the one that's furthest, okay. and then Lyndon, and then go in that order. So then, like, Rezden will go to the one in the middle, and then Lyndon will go to the one that's closest. Okay.
3: Sounds like a plan to me.
1: And Lyndon, you should also give us a signal if there's trouble. Just do the same thing that Resident does.
3: I'll
4: just go help! Is that it? Yes.
3: Yes, that uh, okay. seems to be a recognizable signal for help.
4: I was gonna, I'm gonna stay here with Tina. Just to be safe. Nothing against you guys. I'm gonna stay with Tina just to be safe.
3: Oh, no offense taken. Sounds
4: good.
0: So for Tina, the furthest one would be the one that is uh, outside of this and at the kitty corner uh, from the two that are on the right-hand side. As you make your way outside with Gimlet, uh, it is still pouring rain, gushy, gushy, squishy, you know, muddy, earthy ground underneath you. Uh, It looks like it is a... uh, probably a 40-foot wide left-to-right by an... Unknown uh, depth, just by the way it's designed, and it looks like it's kind of going into the woods. Uh, there it looks like there's one big front door, a couple windows on the left and right, but it's dark. She's still got light uh, on her
2: axe.
1: Yeah, I still have light on my axe.
0: Okay, uh, you just gonna go try to push the door open? You just like forcing your way in?
1: Uh, yeah. Does the handle of the door turn easily? It does. Okay. Yeah. It, then I'll open the door.
0: <gasps> You find your way into a very, very dry area, actually. It appears this building has been uh, very well, uh, not maintained, but uh, it was very well built to preserve anything and everything that is inside. The second you walk in, unlike the previous building and just outside, a very noticeable lack of humidity. And... As you can see from the left and right, there's just, like, boxes and crates for <laughs> yards and
4: yards and yards.
1: Gimlet, what do you think is in these crates?
4: Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, it looks like there's little, uh, tags. Uh, maybe a little white, know. something, uh, little labels uh, on them. Um, um...
1: I'm gonna uh, read the labels.
0: Okay, um... Roll me a d20. With nothing added.
1: Five.
0: And now roll me... A D20 with Investigation. Uh,
1: Thirteen.
0: Okay. So, you read a couple labels, and it looks like these are finished products that were ready to be shipped out. Uh, You're scanning back and forth between a a couple labels here, a couple labels there. You've heard some of the last names. Pretty much all of these are just like first initial, last name. Uh, Some of them are very small crates. Some of them are big crates. With that uh, total of an 18, Uh, you do come across one crate. This is G. Radna. Ooh.
1: Okay.
0: It's very small. It it, it is very, very small. Knowing your last name, go ahead and give me a history check with advantage.
1: Uh, history check... 18.
0: You do remember stories of your... Not your grandfather, not his grandfather, but the grandfather before him, Gerald Radnott. Interesting. Over 400 years ago. Just like everyone in your family, a sailor of some sort. It says Radnot on here, and it looks like it is a... The crate itself is probably 3 feet wide, 3 feet tall, but only about a foot front to back.
1: Hey, Gimlet. Uh, uh, yeah? This box, I think, was addressed to, like, my great great grandfather?
4: What's, uh, I, I don't, what's, what's a great great grandfather? I, I don't, I don't, I like, don't know. Not well,
1: like my grandfather, but like his grandfather. So,
4: like, your grand, your father's father's father, 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 kind of thing, like, way back?
1: I, like, lost track in the middle of how many <laughs> fathers you said, but yes.
4: Uh, 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 uh maybe? I, I, Your world confuse me sometimes
1: Do you think I should open the crate because he's dead I mean I, like I, it would probably just come to me I, I don't, Like he's dead I
4: don't think anyone here is going to have anything To fuck You can have I at mean, it on any of this crates, honestly
1: I'm going to open this one though I opened the crates.
4: Um Are you using your axe your hammer
0: or hands How are you going to do this
1: Uh what how is the crate built? I, like, is it wood? Is it, like...
0: It, it is definitely a wooden crate. It looks like there's plywood with 2x4s that are, like, bolted to one another. Looks like it's very secure packaging.
1: Um, yeah, I guess uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use, like, the back of the hammer to, like, put it underneath the the 2x4s to, like, crank them open.
0: Okay. Give me a strength check. let's see what happens.
1: Um, 16.
0: Yeah, 16, not a problem. This wood is very, very dry in this building. And as you put that hammer, crack, 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 crack. And it takes about 10 minutes before you finish cracking all of the exterior wood on this. But there is a beautiful, beautiful wheel for a ship. It was handcrafted. There's like three different colors of wood. It looks like there's a beautiful like, like maple, and then there's like an ebony color, and then in the very center there's a, a nice light finish, and then there's a couple silver billets all the way around, holding everything together. This looks like it was made with the f- the, the utmost attention to detail, and it has been preserved in this encasement for all of this time. And you see, engraved just along one of the, the edges, Gerald Radnot. Simple lettering, nothing special.
1: Can I pick up the whole crate?
0: Uh, you did break apart most of the crate just now. Oh. All
1: right. Um, I'm gonna take this and go and show the others.
0: You gotta bring this out, thi- this thing outside into the rain.
1: Can I cover it somehow? I, I was trying to say like, <laughs> like I couldn't close the crate at all.
0: It now that you kind of like broke it out of its encapsulated area, kind of yeah. kind of hard just to bring out. But it looks like it might actually be pretty uh, pretty hardy, and the rain's not going to really affect.
1: Um, let's do this. Let me. Can I put it under my my cloak? Sure. Yeah, I do that, and I'll walk over to the closest. Uh, other huts, which I think Resden might be in.
0: Uh, Resden, which you were going into the small one that was right to the left hand side, weren't you?
2: Uh, it's the middle distance from where we were previously.
0: Okay, the middle distance. And which one was Lyndon going to?
2: The closest one to them. Okay,
0: so Lyndon was going to the one pretty much attached to the sawmill. Resident was going a crossway. Um, So, before Tina gets there, President, you have A or B. There are two buildings in front of you. There's four windows. Two to the left, two to the right, and the door, and to the right-hand side, two to the left, two to the right of that door. Pick door A or door B. Okay. Alright. So, as you walk into door A, the door is not locked, Um, you make your way into this hallway, and it looks like there's a set of stairs going up, and there's Two doors on the bottom left, bottom right, and at the top of the stairs, a door to the left and the right. It appears to just be uh, like a dorm-like place for people to live, maybe even just the workers that were here.
2: Mm, like, a, uh, like a little uh, um, camp type of building.
0: Pretty much, uh, but for the sake of expediency, uh, go ahead and roll me two investigation checks. We'll go left and right <clears throat> for building A.
2: 21 and 10.
0: Alright, uh, 21 for the left-hand side. Uh, you make your way for the through the bottom first area. And you're just kind of like searching through. It looks like there's just like a living room and then like, like, like a bedroom. Uh, it doesn't look like anyone has been here for years, but it does seem to be preserved. It's fairly dry in here. Uh, you do see a beautiful set of uh, of woodworking tools uh, attached to a belt around
2: a skeleton. Sorry. Oop, sorry I dropped those tools.
0: Yeah, the second <laughs> you pick them up you, you see it, the bones just fall. You didn't even see the bones before but yeah, there's this beautiful amazing belt with some woodworking tools. Um,
2: I will snatch those up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, give me an arcana check for
2: fun. <laughs> uh... Oh, God. Seven.
0: Uh, you feel something magical, but you don't know what it is.
2: On the tools?
0: On the tool set. The whole entire belt and everything.
2: Ooh, Yeah, I'll definitely stick those in my uh, rucksack.
0: Um, Yeah, so out of the two places you check out on the left-hand side, you find that. On the right-hand side, you just kind of walk in the first floor you don't really seem to find anything and then the second floor you walk in and then unfortunately you do see a woman what appears to be a woman um, deceased in her bed a skeleton dust dead for some some period of time you can only tell that it's, it, it, has, it has been a woman just based on her the garb that she was wearing
2: Yeah, uh, yeah that doesn't bother me but I do make sure that it's not animate I'll go up and kind of crack it on the skull once with my staff.
0: It just crumbles to pieces.
2: Uh, does she have any goodies on her, like jewelry or rings or anything on her? Uh,
0: there was nothing on her.
2: Ah. Oh, well. Uh. Well, didn't go empty-handed. <laughs> so... I'm happy.
0: And at the same time that this is happening, Lyndon, you are in that
3: other building. So before I go in there, I'm going to take a little detour and fly up. I want to look at the log hanging from the crane.
0: Okay, uh, give me an investigation check on that log. Sixteen. Yeah, it looks like it has been here for some time. The ends uh, look like they're sagging a little bit, but the... The grain structure from the tree is holding it together. Um, it is, it's a tree! But yeah. it's been here for a long time.
3: Nothing unusual about this particular tree?
0: No, it was probably a 30-inch trunk. Looks like it was cut. Some, some time ago, you can see little drips of sap on both ends as you fly around uh, that have kind of solidified through the rain through the years and have kind of crystallized a little bit. But other than that, it's a tree. All right, I'll go on the building now. All right. Um, as you enter this little building, um, roll a investigation check for me. It's five. So you enter this building, it is very clean. There is a desk made of wood. Cabinets made of wood. Drawers made of wood. Everything is clean. There's a couple pieces of paper on the desk.
3: Now look at the pieces of paper.
0: Part of your mind is like something about that log. With your low investigation check. (laughs) You're just kind of I'm thinking log. Log. There's something with that log. Um, but yeah, as you look in this room, it just looks like this is a... Uh, some sort of, uh... a facility of
3: paperwork. Well... Not much too interesting in here. So I'm hmm. gonna fly out and meet with the others.
0: Yeah, so you all intervened in the middle of this, uh, big rainy mud pile.
3: Well, it's a logging camp, and there's a log. I I don't see anything strange. It's unusual that there's a giant storm cloud and perpetual darkness over this particular area.
1: Maybe we should leave?
3: We could ask the purple globs if they... Want us to do anything more?
1: That's a good idea. Hey, when we go inside, I have to show you something that I found.
3: Oh. Let's take a look at that then.
1: Okay, but we have to go inside. Dry
3: okay. off a little bit. So we're going back Sweet. in the house. Yeah, you
0: guys make your way back in the house, and as you approach the door, they open for you. Ooh. They 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 because you remember, these doors opened outwards. Now they're kind of opening inwards. Uh, on the very edges, you can see that there's like a like purple uh, kind of goo extending inwards. And then once you're inside, they kind of shut.
3: Why? Thank you. That was much more pleasant than being eaten. I don't want to say you're
2: you're gaining weight, Tina, but you're looking a little boxy there in your under your cloak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Just say that one more time, so I can edit it properly.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So as Tina pulls out this uh, th- th- this wheel with still a couple pieces of wood attached to it, uh, as some of the crate came along with her, she was like quite excited. Um. Yeah. You see this? What appears to be a three foot diameter wheel with a you know, beautiful designs three different types of wood um, and it looks like any water that has uh, touched it has just dr- dripped off with any sort of conditioning that has been put onto this wood and it is a beautiful amazing
3: wheel for a ship that is quite some craftsmanship
2: yeah what are the odds you find a, a ship what do they call those wheels yeah and we own a ship that's that's uncanny
1: but our ship already has a wheel
2: i should hope so i know i'm just you know it's just odd why would they make i guess they made all types of wood stuff here
1: yeah maybe maybe we can ask the little purple blobby
3: dudes excuse me shape-shifting friends do you have any ideas of what may have caused the zombie infestation? Could you maybe point us in a direction?
0: Um, it takes a few. Um, you can hear, like, some wood creaking and throughout the whole entire house. Like, areas you haven't even been. And from the doors that you just walked back in, they kind of open back towards you and it looks like they're trying to point outside towards the building that you came in. Um, There's a couple more that are trying to point upstairs. They're pointing all over the place. And, Tina, you, from within your pocket, you kind of feel like a little poke, poke, poke.
1: Huh. I reach into my pocket.
0: And as you reach into your pocket, um, you remember having that little, the little small painting
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that's right.
0: It reshapes itself into another painting. Um, something a slightly different uh, oh. image of. You see the same uh, black dragonborn, and then you also see this uh, what appears to be a, a very young, beautiful tiefling woman, standing side by side along with him, and also a lot of other various furniture tables chairs that same umbrella you saw before
3: all around them looks like a family portrait to me
1: uh who's this
3: but the children are furniture and
0: as you say family portrait uh the, the door that you high-fived kind of extends like smacks you was that a ow was that a yes or a how dare you it takes a minute and they're just kinda like
3: wax you again. Shuts. Well that didn't clarify much. Hmm, I wish I could speak. Well, I'm sure something's written down somewhere that I think there's something to do with that log hanging from the crane. <laughs>
2: I there there was
3: something... I, it looked like a normal log, but I can't shake the gut feeling that that has something to do with this whole situation.
2: Okay. I mean, it's, it's just a hanging log. I did find uh, a dead woman in uh, one of the buildings, but she wasn't a problem. I, I took what, care what, of her. What do you... I don't <laughs> want
3: to know. Uh... I mean, there, there are... <laughs> a an assortment of seemingly unrelated things in all these buildings. I mean, Tina found a ship's wheel, you found a dead woman, I found some papers, but the log seems very relevant. Hmm.
2: Let's uh, organize our thoughts here. What do we know? We've got a creepy house that has With an- lots of undead. Lots of undead uh anim- animated Gooey objects that are intelligent. A hanging log. Um, yes, a hanging log. Uh, a storm that is perpetually hanging around overhead. I think there is probably some sort of dark magic at foot. Perhaps this uh, tiefling woman was into sorcery or necromancy.
1: Hey, sh- shifting friends, nod if that's right, or knock once if that's right, knock twice if that's not right.
0: Resident, are you still holding the second staff?
2: Uh or did you no, put that one down? No, okay. I I had it had like done its own thing after I let go of okay. it the first time.
0: Um Tina, as you you know, this this picture is in your hand, it kinda like as small as it is, it kinda like lightly like extends and punches you with a little tiny what would be like the size of a, a marble
3: punch.
1: Ow, I'm gonna take that as one knot. So yes, maybe this tiefling lady was really into dark magic.
3: Then it seems maybe they were pointing us toward her quarters in this mansion. Knock one three yes.
0: It instead of knocking, uh, Tina's holding it. It's like trying to point it back outside towards this. Oh. it's like pointing. it keep it kind of hits you and points and hits you. And oh, points. it's like a oh. compass.
1: I think it wants us to follow it. Okay. Uh, I walk back outside, kind of like the way that this thing yeah. wants me to. I guess it's
0: kind of making its way to the the small building on the left that uh Linden, you know, had you know thoroughly searched.
3: <laughs> it's going toward the log. <gasps>
1: oh my gosh! Okay, I keep following it.
0: Yeah. Um. And then you know you you are now at this small tiny little building. Mm-hmm. Door is unlocked because Linden was in there. Because all the doors are unlocked. And yeah, you, Tina, now enter this room and there's just a beautiful desk. There is, you know, cabinets, wood, filled with paperwork all over the place. Books, logs, everything you might need to know to try to find any details as to what the hell might be going on in this area.
2: Hmm. I'll grab one of the more prevalent log books, open it up.
0: Uh, when you say prevalent, um, you mean... Like one uh, of the
2: ones that's most at hand like at top of a pile some okay one okay. that looks like the m- most new I guess. So Og. yes. Og book. Did oh, you say log yeah. book? Log log book? You might be onto something. Log
0: book
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's um, all coming together. The
0: front page, back page, where are we going?
2: Uh you know open few Try to, you know, check the front cover, see, like, if there's any names, and then check, like, the last entries.
0: So, when you, the, the first couple uh, pages, it, you're looking at, uh, you're looking at uh, 1100s. So, 1100s, it looks like this place had just, uh, just began its business. There are uh, some notes of all the little things that started this business. How far do you want to dive deep into this book?
2: Uh, not i'm just gonna speed read a couple key things but, okay uh, then just give um, me
0: a basic investigation check
2: i think it's two uh
0: 10 as you begin to uh start skimming through you realize that this is his first uh log uh doris elva L Deer, the uh creator of this logging company uh he came across this property and he just uh, began to utilize the massive wooded areas around it to create some small stuff. You mm-hmm. flip through a couple more pages and it looks like he has become prevalent in the area. The quality of his work and his workers' work has become well known to sell some decent product. You flip through some more, you see that... You see a couple anomalies but she's just like flipping through and... (laughs) Okay, looks like things started really going well for this company. It took about 5 years for it to pick up off the ground. And looks like uh, Doroth Aldir is beginning to make his mansion, his home here and he's making a place for his workers in the back so everybody can live here together and work together. A couple more pages. just. A lot of business, a lot of business, a lot of numbers. You can see the money coming in, money coming in. Flip, 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 flip. As you're going, it looks about 20, 30 years have gone by. With that 10, you don't see any prevalent information, but you do see some notes about uh, a younger woman. <coughs> um, uh, you, you see the name Esma... Baltazar and it comes up a couple times it looks like she has found uh she she wanted a couple items built in flip 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 flip. now you're gone through quite some time and now it's nearing nearing the end of the book and you don't see her name too much anymore but from you flipping through the book within 20 minutes just like (laughs) You just kind of pick up names and little details and small stuff.
2: Hey, uh, Tina, you got that that portrait thing?
1: Yeah, do you want to look at it?
2: Yeah, hold it out.
1: Uh, hold it out for him.
2: Is the picture still the same with the woman and the guy? Yes. I like to touch it. Up. Oh, go ahead.
0: And as you see the uh, the picture, um, yeah, you see various pieces of furniture. Some very similar to what you saw inside. Especially the umbrella, the chair, the one of the dressers that was in there, the uh, the table when you first entered.
2: I'll touch the picture right on the face of the woman. Say is is that Elsa Balthazar?
0: Uh you see it slowly change and it, it it becomes darker, it becomes um as you see the picture of her, it starts to turn Dark, scabbed, torn skin. Uh, uh, you see a hood over her head and like robes and almost red ribbons surrounding her body.
2: Ew, ew, that's gross. Uh, I'll take that as a yes. And
0: you see the dragonborn next to her as a skeleton.
2: That's that's
1: that's disturbing.
2: I uh, uh, wow, I that's was a necromancer. Kind of on the mark there. Uh, So, okay, so, uh, so from what I gathered, this guy met this lady, apparently in the midst of already becoming successful with this logging company from what I can gather here, but there's not much on her in this book. Maybe we can find more information in some of this other paperwork in here.
3: Did she curse this area, perhaps? It's possible. I mean, I, (laughs) I mean, you know.
1: Was she the dead lady that you saw in that other place?
2: No, it didn't I, she didn't have horns, did she, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> no. And that was just the servants' quarters I was in. Um maybe we now that we know maybe there's another room in the uh Mr. Picture or Miss Miss it they picture is there a uh, another room we haven't seen inside the house?
1: Just punch me and point out the way.
2: It it kind of like extends little two little nubs. Like shrugs. Uh, okay. Right. Well, let's continue searching here. Maybe we'll find more info. Uh, I'll I'll continue like searching through this book a little bit more, and then if they want, you guys want to check out other stuff, maybe we can find more info. Out. So yeah, I'll I'll yeah. I'll, I'll kind of stand there, kind of dig more into this. Sounds good decision, to me. To pick up more details in this journal.
0: Uh, roll me an investigation check while you're in this room, just to try to pick up anything else anywhere else you might.
2: Just everyone else.
0: Uh, you can do this uh, solo, or if anybody's trying to help you, like pull things out. I'm, no, I'm I'm j- j-
2: j- I'm just going back into the same book, just try to pick oh, up more details while they okay maybe search the room more. Since I only leafed through it briefly.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna look through the rest of the room. Okay,
0: Tina, investigation, Jack, and Res and I will get yours in a minute. Eighteen. Uh, 18, so you're side-by-side side with Resident as you guys are both flipping through, flipping through. You're, you're back and forth, because the fact that you found something with your family's name on it has piqued your interest. Resident, please give me a investigation check.
2: Uh, I I just
3: rolled another 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it.
3: I'm looking out the window at the log. Another 10. Um... So between
0: uh, you're uh, flipping through the book, bu- it seems like you're flipping through the same pages. Uh, Tina, you're flipping through, and you're you're going through every little you know, bitty detail in this office. Um, you you come across uh, some some drawers that are on the very bottom. Uh, looks like they were kind of hidden with little slidy shelves, uh, hiding diaries. Little uh, notes of money coming in, money going out, various places, kind of some secretive stuff, Um, like a personal secretive stuff, not like a company trying to hide some information, but, you know, from a person trying to hide things from a personal standpoint, you know, emotional kind of stuff, things like that, Um, pretty much a diary of when he met Esma Baltazar, When Doroth Uh, met Esma Balthazar. Can I read it? You can. A lot of it has to do with when his company began to uh, really gain some ground after a long time of struggling and nothing really getting off the ground. Where they are, it takes days upon days to get anything around this section of Anthreal. Uh, He needed uh, boating companies and, and everything else to get all the product around to everything that used to be on three and this woman she comes around this this beautiful tiefling woman he speaks about fair skin beautiful just gentle calm voice calm everything about her demeanor and through time he pretty much fell in love with her and then as time progressed and the money kept coming in for him as his company became to get bigger and bigger and bigger. He noticed that she began to get stronger and stronger. And she would leave once in a while and then come back. And leave and come back. Never told him where she was going. They, they weren't together. All these little tiny notes of, like, why isn't she coming back? Or why is she always leaving? And all this, 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 and that. And he starts noting that she's becoming more powerful, more powerful, and sometimes when she would come around, storms above would just begin, and then sometimes it would die down when she became calm. And every time she got angry, they would rise back up, and his workers began to get scared of her. They were planning on leaving. It was all this back and forth back and forth many many years about 50 years worth of back and forth as his company just began to progress uh you do see little notes here and there about his pets his his findings his his as she worded mix house mimics his friends that obeyed him and him only. And anyone that was friendly to them. She wanted them. You see these notes from him. Explain her thoughts. And you're flipping through pages. And it's not really making much sense to you. Because it's not from your writing. And anyone else's writing. Doesn't usually make anybody any sense to anyone else anyways. You find
2: anything Tina?
1: Uh yeah. This is really weird. And I explained to him what you just said.
2: Wait what? He said mimics.
1: That's what he said.
0: And and from your from your little pouch that that little por- portrait kinda sunk itself back into and has kind of been with you this whole time. Kinda like bloops out and just nods. And it kinda like makes it way back I in. I guess
1: these guys are like a little mimics?
2: I've heard of these. I've i you know, Quintus always used to tell stories and one of the stories told these creatures that could look like other things and I, I i never seen any like this though he always talked about them as being kind of uh dangerous and like like they'd look like a chest or something you' have to be careful because it would bite your hand off if you tried to open it these are must be a little different He says house you said house mimics
1: house mimics is I, what it says
2: yeah I don't know if that's a a, a, a subspecies but very interesting,
1: yeah. Well, it sounds like this lady was, like, very, uh... I don't know, she was doing lots of shady things already, so maybe these house mimics are trying to get us to get to the bottom of all of this?
3: Uh... Did you say that when she was angry, there was a storm, and when she was calm, there was no storm?
1: That's what it says.
3: That sounds to me like she's still here.
1: Uh, Mimic friend, is she still here?
0: It kind of bloops out of your, your little satchel your pocket. And it kind of like shakes left to right. No.
2: Did she leave or is she dead? Pops Did out. Did she leave?
0: It shakes yes. and
2: So you don't know if she's still alive. It,
0: it shakes yes
2: fast okay so she's probably somewhere else alive as far as you know
0: it's it's trying to like hit its head against tina
2: is she coming back shaking no did she kill your master
0: big big yes big yes big yes
2: okay i kind of got that from the picture uh all right well at least she's not here um Hmm. Well, what do we do with you guys? Are you staying here?
0: Um, Tina, you get this little kind of calm pat on your arm. As it, like, you know, it's oozed out of your pouch. It kind of... You sense it's kind of telling you, yeah,
2: they're going to stay here. Hmm. I wonder how we turn the storm off.
1: Hmm. I mean, we killed... I mean, do we have to?
2: I mean, it's kind of... You know, I'm sure they'd prefer a little bit of sunshine now and then. I'm not too worried about it, but... uh, It would be kind of interesting to figure that out. That's kind of a mystery.
3: I don't know. I would very much like to find the solution to this and be able to draw it out.
2: Why don't you ask it? Why don't you ask it? You've been wanting to ask it. Go ahead. I know you want
3: to ask it about the log. (laughs) Shapeshifting friend, is there anything special about the log on this crane? (laughs) How long do you wait for an answer? Mm, Probably about 10, 12 seconds. Nothing happens. Well, then... (laughs) There may be a spell silencing him and preventing him from answering. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh. Well, you said there were more goodies in another
2: building.
1: Yes, that's where I found this wheel. Maybe there's other stuff, but I didn't really open anything else. I think it was probably just their storehouse, like where they were like shipping things off to other people for their business. But this wheel, like it was supposed to go to my great great grandfather and it's like well over like 400 years ago. So all that stuff in there is, like, 400 years old.
2: Uh, yeah, I want to check that out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we'll do that next time on the next episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I'd like to thank you all for joining us today on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I have been your Dungeon Master, Patrick. You can find me on the Twitters at ProfessorPFM. Also on Instagram, too. Where can they find you, Matt?
2: you can find me on twitter at longfellow underscore matt uh, also instagram at mazen matt
0: look at those beautiful mini paintings what
3: about you Faye?
1: you can also find me on the twitters at captain fake guy and on instagram at the same handle
3: and
0: what about you nate
3: you can find me on twitter or instagram at nate scott jones and what about you patrick I already said it. I said it this time. Oh, did you, Before. See, I wasn't even...
2: <laughs> well, I would like to thank you all for joining us on our adventures this episode. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore guide to keep up with any announcements or to chat with us. Please also follow us at Cast O' Many Things for all our other upcoming projects we have in the works. Um, you know, all our episodes, as always, can be found by searching Cast of Many Things on iTunes, Podbean, or any other app of your choosing. And if you enjoy our content, please leave us a five-star rating and review on said app. If uh, you want to contact us by email, our email is castofmanythings at gmail.com, and you can check us out on Facebook. But we'd absolutely love to hear from all of you. Just chat with us. Tell us how much you like the show. Just say hi. Um, So... We love you guys. Hope you're all staying healthy. And until next time.
1: Okay, love you, bye. The Log.
2: It's log, it's log, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's better than it's bad, it's good. <laughs> oh, where'd Pat go?
3: <laughs> he lost our DM. Uh...
2: Well, He's going to have a fun little song at the in there for him. 44?
0: Okay, sorry about having to run like that. I was holding it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I miss your thong? I'll get it in editing. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> Is it because I ran to the bathroom? It's slaw. it's if it's, it's a wonderful toy. All right, I'm stopping.